and app and ESPNOrlando.com. Radio Sports Center. I'm Jim Baskell. They have the best record in the major leagues at 42 and 16. They're riding an 11-game win streak. They've won 11 in a row on the road. They're 14 games up in the American League West. They are the Houston Astros in search of a dozen straight, about to get underway in. Kansas City, meantime, longtime rivals, Yankees, Red Sox, top two in the American League East, now even at two as they play in the Bronx. Pirates grab the 3-1 edge on the O's at Camden Yards, while the Angels still up on the Tigers on Cole Calhoun's ninth home run at one to nothing. Rays have squared the game with the White Sox at a run apiece. Yomer Sanchez, a leadoff long ball for Chicago, and the Reds have an early advantage on the Cardinals. And Adam Wainwright, one to nothing. Wainwright came in 4-0 with a 0.34 ERA in his previous four starts. No lineup changes for the Cavs in Game 3. So says Coach Ty Lue, down 0-2. LeBron on what the defending champs need on Wednesday. For me, like I said, no matter win, lose, or draw, if you give everything you got to the game, you prepare yourself mentally, physically, you know, you do your job, then uh, there's nothing to be afraid of the moment for us, nothing to be disappointed or, you know, about the game or how the outcome is. You know, if you prepare yourself, then, um, then you can be okay with the outcome. I mean, I can. I speak for myself. ESPN Radio ABC coverage comes your way Wednesday at 8 Eastern. NFL, the Jets have parted ways with wideout Eric Decker and have released linebacker David Harris. The Cavs look to rebound in Game 3 after getting blown out in the first two games. What does Cleveland need to do to improve? We'll ask P.J. Carlissimo when he joins Mike and Mike Wednesday morning at 8.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. The late Kevin Sutton Show. But not to worry because we're bringing you all the action of what's going on. But this is your girl Meyer with the ladies' point of view holding it down with Dr. Phil and Jiz Nick while we wait for Mr. Kevin to get on in with us. But let's start this show off right. Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by Carl Black GMC Chevy Buick. That's right. You looking for a newer used car? Go over to Carl Black in East Orlando. Great deals on 17s and used vehicles. Great service options and financing. Hey, always tell them the Kevin Sun Show sent you. And don't forget to download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, even Google Play Music. You can catch up on all the episodes you may have missed. Just type in Kevin Sutton Show. And for your iPhone and Android users, just make sure you leave a rating, a review, and definitely don't forget to subscribe. Five stars, baby. Cinco. Hey, but let's start this night off right because you got Dr. Okay. Today is Tuesday, baby. My words of wisdom for you all are that success is getting what you want. Happiness is getting what you need. That was actually thoughtful. That was going. Yeah. Yes. But they can't be two in one. Uh, you can you can be successful and happy. And okay. That, and that's being happy is getting what you want, but being able to get what you need. Like getting what you want is what you need. So I'll, I'll calm that okay. down. Wow, <laughs> that was very detailed. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that breakaway. I'll explain them all, every day if you want me to. If you give me the time. <laughs> but hey, don't forget we got Myra on the phone. Sat via satellite. I bet y'all having a good time out there. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we got yeah. Kevin here too. Kevin, yeah. Kevin, Kevin just walked into the studio too. So we're we're all set and ready to go here now oh, too, which I'm looking forward to. Oh, jeez, yeah. He, he he's waltzing. Yeah, yeah. All, he's waltzing in here. He's waltzing. He's waltzing. Here. Hey, hey, real quick before we uh, get sidetracked with Kevin and the Kevin Sutton show, what do you think of that picture of John Cena? Huh? He does look short. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Nick doesn't know. Nick doesn't I care. Didn't see, no, I don't. Don't care at all. <laughs> Short guy, tall guy, whatever. Short guy can dominate the WWE because it's all scripted anyway. So it's all good. That's why Tom Cruise can be an action hero. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh, did Kevin walk in yet? Kevin is here. Oh, do your thing, man. I'm here. I was just letting y'all yap your mouth for a second. I'm all upset. What's up, man? I'm upset. I got stuck Are behind you... a dump truck on I-4. Oh, I thought you were upset because of the Cavs losing still. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> I don't even. I don't We're even never going to live that down. Ne- it's never going to go. I love your shirt, Kevin. I appreciate nice it, man. One, huh? I got my man. I got my man, Rich Rogers, always slipping and sliding on through. Ain't nothing wrong with that, dog. Mm-hmm. Rich Rogers. Hey, man, tell your Instagram. What is it again? Instagram is rich.rogers.sk8. And then also all the information. Uh, in fact, I'm going to the X Games uh, next month. All that information will be on the hashtag Kevin Sutton Show. So all the photos, videos, some stuff from the old show, uh, all types of stuff. So uh, check that out, and it's going to be really good. Yes, and you're going to the X Games, right? Uh, that's right. Uh, July 13th through 4th. Uh, it's July 13th through the 16th, but I'll be there Friday, Saturday, and Thursday. We've got to get the X Games to Florida, man. Yes. We've trying, Orlando. man. That's what has to happen. Well, we need to speak to the mayor, get that done. But yeah, we're actually going to invite the mayor to go skateboarding there the 21st. So, oh, no. <laughs> So he'll hopefully. Does he know uh, how to stand on the skateboard? Off. No, I'm, but hopefully he'll be able to kick I'm things sure, off. Literally, I'm sure, kick things I'm off. I'm sure Buddy kick can flip. stand on the skateboard. He has two sons that really were into wakeboarding and skateboarding, and they actually, when they did the skate park okay. in Orlando, he said he didn't see any reason why not to do a skate park in Orlando. It needed to be there because the kids needed something awesome to do. Was the words. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing their 14th anniversary this year. And, exactly. uh, and Chuck Dinkins and myself are on their board, of, uh, their, uh, board there. So we're going to try he, to improve things. He would always drive his kids out to the Tampa Bay Skating Park. And he was like, you know, we need that here in Orlando. So yeah, I met him and his sons when I first started going there in 2003. And uh, he told me about how he kept it on the budget and everything. And yeah. uh, it's great. It takes a lot of money to build a skate park. Talk to it Mr. Does. Tim Payne. But- but didn't that end up going over budget, though, the one here in Orlando, like, tremendously? Yeah, um, that, I'm not I sure exactly. Was- yeah, I know that there was a big controversy because uh, uh, Payne was supposed to get it, but then they had another company, Site Design, I think, did it. Yeah. So yeah. And then they ended up yeah. changing the design, and maybe that put and it over budget. there's a lot of things that got left out um, that were supposed to be built out in the back part of the Yeah, there's park, a big so. grassy area between <laughs> the skate park and where the bowling alley is there on Primrose that was supposed to be skate park. But we're still working on trying to maybe in the future get it done because there's word that um, when I-4 almost con- completed, they found a space under I-4 over, I think, off a of Church Street area where they're mm-hmm. going to build a 
skate park under. Man, they're packing that area up. Hey, under I-4. So that would uh, we'd awesome. rather have that at, yeah, at the, the The operative park. word in that is when I-4 is almost complete. Yeah, that's going <laughs> to be Which means never. Yeah. 2020. Let me tell you, I drive, I drive on, I, I, drive, I was talking to Kevin on the phone today. I drive about 2,000 miles a week. And I hate I-4 with a passion. Not my personal vehicle, no. Yeah. Just <laughs> two thousand miles a week—that feels high. Wow, that's a lot, man. That's, that's a like, lot. Yeah, like that's—he's—he has to get an oil change every two weeks. Jeez, <laughs> no. there's a lot of crazy drivers on yeah, I four. I mean, I drive about one hundred forty thousand miles a year, weaving through traffic, <laughs> and it's so all those people that yet weave through traffic. In the city, and then you end up at the same red light as they do. It's like <laughs> you, you're speeding, and then you're at the same red light. Hey, uh, some got, great traffic hot takes. I got, I got, so, I got a question. Is I heard something, but then when I when I look it up, I didn't see much about it. Is Chris Bosh done? Done? Is he done? The blood clots are. Yeah. It took his career. It right? seems that way. Uh, an NBA doctor, uh, I guess, examined him and ruled that uh, he he has a a condition. Uh, he ruled it as kind of a, a career ending injury, so he would not sign off on. They have this new system where an NBA doctor has to sign off on Chris Bosh being able to play to kind of enter the league, from what I understand. Yeah. The Miami Heat and Chris Bosh came to an agreement, kind of a buyout for his contract, like late last week or, no, early last week or late two weeks ago or something. And so he was going to have an opportunity to play for somebody else maybe, but an NBA doctor has to sign off on him, and it seems as if they will not. So he could be done, yeah. Now, he could go to the other leagues, right, that, uh, you know, the uh, overseas. Like if a league in Europe will take him, I'm sure, yeah. I because, mean, yeah, because once, the, I mean, the the – NBA doctor doesn't mean like China won't be like right. You're like, good, I'm, right? Like I mean, I'm sure that those Chinese like China, <laughs> actually, you bring up China. That's a great one because Chris Bosh, of course, is one of the most recognizable names in the NBA because of the run with the Miami Heat he went on. I'm sure he would sell a ton of tickets there in China. But he's not old. He's how much? Like no, I'm sure he's got some time left. Yeah, but like, how much money is it worth? Like, how much is his life worth? Because with that whole blood clot thing. Uh, you know, you can, you can. We, we we all remember the Hank Gather situation and all that. Where like you could just drop down and and die on the yeah, floor somewhere. That, that can literally ridiculous. happen, right? Like, and yeah. and Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh can walk into a broadcast booth, you know, anywhere. If ESPN wants him, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure that if he wants to, ESPN would took would take him. He did some work with Turner this year as well. He's going to be a great broadcaster, a great kind of uh, you know uh, uh, analyst for. He has a great personality. Yeah, for a network, he does. He has a great personality. So. And and he's going to be able to make not the same kind of money, but very good money, and it's not worth risking your life for. I'd say, um, you know, and it's not like he can pursue an NBA championship in China. That's what it's about for him continuing his legacy. He can't do that in China. I feel like how many rings does he have? Just two. the two, just the two. two. I feel yeah, like I love. By the up. way, I love how we say just the two, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah just just, just, just two. two rings, you know, whatever, just two championships. Actually, Charles yes. Barkley has two more than Charles yeah. Barkley. Yeah, that, that's how you bad. actually count it. Two more than Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Two more than Chuck. But hey, one more he was Chuck. on LeBron's coattails. Remember, he was just LeBron's coattails. Oh, that is not. I would so. say for four years, Chris Bosh had the hardest job in sports. And that would be being that third guy on a LeBron James super team where you have to figure out, like, you have all the talent, you have all the ability. He was a number one option when he was in Toronto. And you have to figure out kind of how to mold your game in there. Klay Thompson's kind of going through the same thing right now with Golden State as the number four guy there. Uh, and and we've seen Kevin Love go through his problems in two plus seasons, and now he's playing well in Cleveland. It takes a long time to kind of figure that out and understand the geometry of the game and where you fit as that number three or four option on a super team. 
Yeah, it's it's horrible. You got to feel bad for the guy because that that whole lineup was horrible. And the worst thing was is the Oprah Winfrey interview after the Miami Heat uh, won their last uh, championship, and she had LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh on her show. Oh, going we win seven in a row. Yeah, and she kind of just like the whole interview was about Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Yeah, and the third like, banana. Oh, 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 and Chris Bosh is here. So uh, stay tuned. Kevin Sutton Show getting into the mix. Yes, sir. We're back in the action. This is the Kevin Sutton Show giving you all of it all the time. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. All under the username Kevin Sutton Show. Hey, hey. The Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by Cruise and Pascara PA. Personal attorney, personal injury attorneys. Are you looking for someone to review your case for no charge? An attorney who does not get paid unless they win your case? Well, Cruz and Pascara is the team for you. They treat you great and they're going to work hard for results. Cruz and Pascara, PA, in downtown Orlando. Go to our website, kevinsuncho.com, and click on the link for more information. And guys, you can leave us a voice message on our website without even dialing a phone number. Just head to KevinSuddenShow.com, and on the right side of the screen, click on the Speak Pipe button. Keep it clean because we will play on the air. You can ask us any questions or just give us a comment, but whatever you do, say to KevinSuddenShow.com. Hey, how you guys doing? It's Manny from Orlando, and I like to talk about the NBA Finals. I picked Cleveland in five games, but it looks like it ain't going to work out that way. LeBron James is doing it all alone. No one's stepping up to the plate. I still think it'll go game seven, and it'll probably be the most watched NBA Finals in history. Good luck, Cleveland. Oh, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Another one of those fake believers. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Jeez, Myra. You guys realize I'm the only Warrior fan out here? Yeah. I'm alone. Yeah. You know, you guys have all abandoned the ship. No, I, I was, I'm was. i still on the same ship. <laughs> what, Houston? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> that was never going anywhere. Bill's already got his jersey on. <laughs> if only they came in my size. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Hey, they're, everyone's living the dream. You know what's interesting is what would have happened if Kevin Durant would have played for Cleveland? They would they would be – it would be 2-0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what, I mean, is, is your point yeah. what if Kevin Durant was on Cleveland and Le, was Le, is LeBron on Cleveland too? Yeah, LeBron – Kevin Durant oh, okay. LeBron. Well, um, how would you see that matchup? It, it would be two nothing Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. really. Like, like, yeah the the difference the difference is Kevin Durant right now. Maybe the games would be closer. Maybe 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 that makes it more of an even series. But like Kevin yeah. Durant on Cleveland, I don't know how you bring the ball across the across half court with There's Durant no Durant and LeBron on the same team. Like that is the scariest break. Yeah, that yeah, would be. Be scared. It's scary now. It's terrifying with what with what Golden State's doing. But I mean Durant Lebron on the same team. Sounds sounds like a whole lot of fun, um, but I, I think it'd be two nothing Cleveland. And and here's a question. Of course, I've been doing a lot of reading on on the finals. So remember, uh, Cleveland. LeBron left Cleveland, went to Miami, got championships, and came back to Cleveland. And there was a story about would this happen with Kevin Durant? He left Oakland, mm-hmm. goes to the Warriors. Will he come back to Oakland to try to do the same at home? Oklahoma, uh, maybe. I don't think Russell Westbrook wants him back, though. <laughs> no, that ain't going to happen. I don't think so. I think he's like, I'm staying. Yeah, like right Forever. now. Like, you, like hold on. Like, how, how could you ever put this, like, 
you know, there's the fight of I want to be the best player of all times. I'm going to be the Michael Jordan. Wait, that's of the basketball. Pokemon thing. Like, I want to be the very <laughs> best. Like, no, you, know, you want to be the best player. See, if I were Durant, NBA. I would watch what they're doing to LeBron right now with the whole MJ debate, and I would say, you know what? Forget it. I'm never going to exactly. win in the public view, right? Like, I'm never, no never. one, I'm never surpassing. No one's ever going to have a hundred percent approval rating, right? You like, we do this exactly with the presidents all the where time, right? I'm at Nick. You do the approval yeah. rating thing, and it's no one's ever going to be a hundred percent, but you just like to kind of maybe get up there to where everyone's kind of like, you know what? He's good at basketball, and LeBron reached that point last year where it's. LeBron's really good at basketball, and still we're doing the he's never as good as Jordan thing. So you shouldn't worry about that when it comes to winning championships and when it comes to kind of building a legacy because no one's ever going to give – not everyone's going to give in on the Michael Jordan Jordan thing. Like I don't think he's ever going to be the – I don't think any player is ever going to be the greatest basketball player of all time outside – other than Michael Jordan – in the city of Chicago. They're just they're never gonna give in on that. So if I'm Durant, have, I'm doing what makes me happy. And then you have to, to think about it like LeBron would have to do it in the same time frame. He has to have the same rings. Like if, even if your stats are better, well, what's you go, the time frame? You go by the MJ thing, yeah. like Durant's never gonna surpass MJ because he already lost the finals. Yeah. And like MJ, you, the whole six and oh thing, ridiculous. ridiculous as it is, uh no one's ever gonna beat that. And then you have the fact that where I was coming at, like how you said the the presidential way, mm-hmm. like no one's ever happy. But when no. you look at Kevin Durant, he's not trying to be m- the Michael Jordan. He's not trying to be the LeBron James. He is in the perfect position he's right trying now to be the Kevin to Durant. Be the per- no, not just be Kevin Durant. He is the perfect fill-in spot. Like, who changes the game for everybody? He is the fill-in guy that ruins it for all across the board. doesn't matter what team it is. He is that we need on our team person. That's a great position to be at. Like, I'm not trying to be the best player. I'm just trying to be the player that decides whether if I'm on this team, they win. If I'm on that team, they win. He's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's a great spot to be at. That's you're like the swing analogy. vote in Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you are. It's like the swing vote. He's no one's ever vote. after you, right? No, like, everybody you, wants you. Yeah, <laughs> you just everyone's real nice to you, right? You get to sit in the hammock, you're the swing vote in Survivor. And Jeff Probst always asks you at least one question during the tribal council. Yeah. Ah, man, KD, man, he's. I love to hate the guy right now. <laughs> Man. Yeah, well, it's, it's an interesting factor because he was so – I mean, remember when they always said LeBron would never go back to Cleveland. There was no way, no way. Remember Jason Henry? He swore there was Who? no way. Jason, <laughs> Jason Henry. <laughs> and that, that, uh, that LeBron would go back to Cleveland. Remember the letter on the website, all of that when he left? Yeah, that was, was sad. The letter was really sad. <laughs> that, that letter was very sad. <laughs> yeah, they, they burned the city down. Oh, wait, they do that on the regular. <laughs> and I just feel like Oklahoma was so sad when when Kevin Durant left, you know. They're always sad when they lose their guy. Yeah, I mean, but he was a, a real big implant in their community, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. You know, this is the guy that was out there, you know, taking water to victims. So it was, it was a pretty, I mean, he's just a likable guy. So it's interesting. Hey, I do have a question for all of you guys. So we've seen what the Orlando City Alliance has done for Orlando, and they've been trying to do the same thing in Miami. Unsuccessfully, David Beckham has the rights for an MLS team in Miami. Well, actually, today he actually got the votes from the county to buy three acres to finish to be able to start building a stadium for $9 million. But the folks in Miami are fighting him tooth and nail. Why, they don't want like it? what they no, the, the residents don't want it. They said that it's going to be hard to go to sleep, all the noise, that it's just going to be ridiculous. And remember what they went through here in Orlando 
what do you guys think if we get an MLS team in Miami? Do you think that would be great? With a name like David Beckham, that would be awesome. I, I think, I think an MLS team in Miami would be fine. But I mean, if you just talk about the city of Miami in general as a sports town, they're all fickle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so true. like that's a lot like LA. There's so much to do there, yeah. uh, and a lot of transplants too, because there's probably a lot of New York fans. Well, remember, you know? guys. Also, soccer is a very Hispanic sport. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's where these, you know, Galaxy and these other pro teams actually go is to Miami and Tampa, where there's a high Hispanic community because that's how they were raised. Yeah, so it could go to a totally different level. Where did they but say the stadium was going to be built? Because I know that the Miami Hurricanes could never get a stadium because Coral Gables would never allow it because of no, uh, this is going to be in the heart of Miami. It's okay, in the port like in the Kindle, port like Sunshine like, Park or something like that. Kendall. What they did here in Orlando, kind of like in yeah. the Paramore Division area. It's going to be the same thing in Miami. Oh, but uh, he's been trying for four years to and, get there. And just the city's been blocking him every single time? Yep, the county and the city council members. And now he's he just surpassed the county, but he still goes to the city now. But originally he was trying to get taxpayer money to take care of it. So now they're coming in with their own Is personal he trying to build a wall? <laughs> No, just a stadium. Oh, they tried to build a bunch of walls and seats and stuff. Yeah, it'll be a 25,000-seater 25, 25, stadium. Nick, what have you heard about the Tampa Bay Rowdies moving up to ML? They, so have, a, they have a huge campaign going yeah. on right now in Tampa and in St. Petersburg. When I was in St. Pete a couple of weeks ago, I kind of took note of that. They've got flyers up everywhere and, like, banners and signs, you know, which is, I, I think it's... It's Tampa to MLS or, or, or Rowdies to MLS or something like that. Uh, I don't know what kind of what kind of wheels it has, what kind of legs it has in, in terms of whether or not it's kind of it, the you know whether or not it's something that really has a chance of happening. But I mean, they're really supporting it there in St. Pete and Tampa from from what I've seen, uh, and, and they have somewhat of an infrastructure at least, right? Like they have they they if they want to do it, I, I would say that they're probably going to do it. You know, and, and, and put the team in and play where the Rowdies are playing right now, which I believe is Al Lang Field, which is, you know, or, or, or whatever. But uh, the, the, the biggest thing here is, like, I mean, for the MLS, I, I would look at Miami and I would say, how about, how about you play your team a couple of seasons down there True, before yeah. you build a whole stadium? Like, I mean, the thing about Orlando is, like, Orlando had a built-in following down yeah. there because of the USL Pro Days, and, 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 and they could point to a brand and a marketing image that, that was going to work. And, and Orlando also privately funded the entire stadium. Like, I, I don't blame Miami for kind of scoffing at putting public money into another stadium because they got defrauded, like, what, half a decade ago uh, because Jeff Loria yeah. built that whole stadium down there and they're on the hook for it. Right. It's just something I don't believe in is the public paying for stadiums because all these billionaires come in and say, well, why should I pay for it? Well, because your team's going to play in it. You're making money off the whole thing. I, I, I don't think that the economic impact, uh, unless you're, you're in a situation where the owner is further investing in the community like let's say an Orlando Magic have with having more other businesses here other teams here you see them buying you know the Orlando Solar Bears and building the Orlando Live area yeah. you know if, if there's a plan like that in place we can talk but that's not what the case has been down there in Miami yeah well didn't and we paid for the Amway didn't we for the Orlando Magic yes that was publicly funded yes yeah, yeah. which, which is garbage 
stadiums. Fourteen dollars for a popcorn and a soda? Nah, buddy. As uh-huh. as I said, the the DeVos <laughs> family had a history of investing in Orlando and and bringing more opportunity to the economy here in Orlando. I support that. Miami does not have that same history. No, but it would be nice to get a resident discount on anything here in Orlando. I would like that. Stay tuned. Can it? <laughs> Yes, sir. And we're back. Oh, my goodness. I was just having flashbacks, Nick. I was having flashbacks uh, looking at the Florida against Oklahoma softball, uh, women's softball game. Mm-hmm. There was a time when I did a uh, celebrity uh, softball game, and they had some girls that played on the UCF softball team. Right. And their pitcher threw a ball at me. I swear it was like the fastest I've ever seen a, a softball go anywhere. I've had people that could my on my baseball team. There's a guy that could, uh, he was throwing like 98 miles per hour, uh, but he what? Threw, yeah, the kid was. I mean, there were scouts coming from all over the place to to, ha- to have him on their teams. Uh, he actually jumped off a diving board and hit his head, and that whole career was gone instantly. Um, oh, this got sad. Yeah, it got, but hmm. I just remember like you know having a kid throw a baseball that fast, but when it, the softball girls are throwing it at me, that made me think a little bit. Like, hold on now. <laughs> like that's coming a whole another different direction. The softball is a lot different. It's harder to hit because it's a ball that's traveling from down up. In yeah. fact, mm. they put Jenny Finch on a mound in 2003 mm. during the All Star Game against Major League Baseball hitters, and they couldn't touch her because the ball is moving differently. They're used to yeah. seeing a ball come out of an arm slot high to low, and it's easier exactly. to hit that way. It's easier to pick up the movement. From low to high, much different, much harder. There was no tracing whatsoever, and I yeah. was like, this is ridiculous. And I felt like a, a punk, you know, like, I can't hit this damn ball. <laughs> but I'm glad you you helped me on that one, Nick. I'm glad you helped But just looking at the game right now during break, I'm like, wow, these girls are just getting stronger and stronger. It's all, always amazing. It's, it's definitely worth a good watch to go out to one of the girls' softball games to just get your feel in there, especially if you got a little girl, take her out to one of those games to, to get her to see – uh, the excitement that happens at the at the games on that. They're game. a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of college uh, playoffs, did you see where Florida State came from the total dead? They were two outs and uh, two strikes, I think, a few days ago. They won that game, and then they beat Auburn again, so now they uh, advanced to the Super Regional. But that was amazing comeback they, get, they did. Awesome. Hey, and you were talking about softball. Remember, they took them out of uh, the Olympics. Mm. So They took it out. really wow. sad. It's sad for women when it comes to women in sports. We talk about this all the time. (laughs) Hey, but Phil, um, your buddy got something to say? Oh, that was that was Nick. That was Nick. No, no. <laughs> He's like ah, you know, like everything is going to be gone. Everything is going to be gone. <laughs> the fact is, it's like the programs around the world aren't there. It was yeah. the United States against mm, Canada, yeah. and I want to say Japan. Like every single year, when you don't have the participation and the buy-in Other around teams the world, didn't play. right? You, you can't keep it. Like I, I, I understand. It is a shame for women's sports that it can't be there, but like the participation was. The same. And by the way, they took baseball out too. So yeah. And I think that's yeah. a great game. When we were playing uh, uh, Dominican Republic, that, that game went crazy. But Go they've ahead. had skateboarding, surfing, and I think uh, like action sports rock climbing is yeah, one. And, uh, have you ever watched that? Yeah. I'm the glad we're talking climbing? about this because they're also going to add three-on-three basketball for the Tokyo Olympics. That, I talked oh, about this on Monday Night with Nick and Company yesterday. It is so freaking awesome. 
because it's literally it's a frenetic pace. It's like the ball goes through the rim, they just outlet it to the arc, and it goes. No make it, take it, no checking at the top. And I cannot wait to see what that looks like. I don't know if we're going to put NBA players in it because it's all D-leaguers right now yeah, playing in the yeah. American team. Um, but they added that, and, and or it looks like they're going to add that, and they added, yeah, that rock climbing. Speed climbing is what it's called. Yeah. And it's, it's literally like rock climbing, like you would go to some place and do it on cocaine. <laughs> I'm serious. Like it's but something that would be on like American Gladiator. You know, that was the biggest thing when we were actually working with uh, Correct Craft Boats and uh, Bill Yargan on trying to get wakeboarding back into the X Games, not mm-hmm. just the Olympics. And it was just purely off of the fact that the entertainment factor is not there. Because That's why of just the time frame go. from transferring yeah. from one end of the uh, – transferring from boat to boat or when someone falls and getting back up. And then you had the whole instance of, you know, you're on a lake, so the boat is traveling, you know, almost, you know, that was a awesome. half a mile yeah. out. So you're really not getting to see them at all. So, like, once they're going out there, like, you can have cameras and drones following. It's just not the same for the audience. So you want to actually have uh, that interaction. High-speed stuff is definitely always way better uh, to watch. And that's why, you know, the big vert ramp uh, competitions go way better uh, during the X Games. Well, it's been announced this year that the women's park division is going to be back in the X Games this year. And um, as far as the Olympics, um, the way it works is that uh, as far as the extreme sports are concerned, you have to have a – an equal number of men and women participating in the sport. So they're going to have women skateboarding and women's both the street and the uh, park in the Olympics. And, um, but some of these sports in the Olympics that um, in the X games that we'll see next month aren't actually televised, but you can get it on the X games.com. So, um, and I noticed that a lot of the women through my, uh, uh, through my social media are starting to come to America to get ready for the Boise um, it's going to be the X Games qualifiers. I think it's next week, oh. and then there's a contest. I think the um, uh, Dew Cup is uh, in Long Beach this coming up too. So there's a lot of stuff coming up, and I noticed a lot of women from Australia and from Brazil and all over are starting to come to get ready for these contests. Tokyo, it, right? Be it's, something Tokyo different. is 2020. Yeah. Uh, X Games is going to be in Minneapolis. Uh, it's going to be again 13th through the 16th of July. At U.S. Bank Stadium. It'll so, be cool to see. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be great. So Phil has something itching on his fingers. He got something itching I know. On his I'm like, I'm winging, yeah. Well, you know, I'm on social media, and I follow Shaquille O'Neal. And, uh, I follow Shaquille on my Twitter. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys all remember Jeff Van Gundy said that one of the best duos to play together uh, maybe ever was uh, Curry and Durant. So Shaq yeah. decided to post on social media. A picture of few of the the two, top twos, and I wanted to see your, your guys' opinion on them. You know, Shaq obviously has his own opinion, but I want to see what you guys think. So we got Durant and Curry, we got LeBron and Wade, we got Kobe and Shaquille, John Stockton and Karl Malone, Kareem and Je- Magic, Kareem and Magic, Larry Bird and Kevin McHale, Tim Duncan, David Robinson, or Jordan Pippen. Jordan Pippen. Jordan Pippen. Mm-hmm. Is that, is, that the, is that the default one that people pick? The only Yeah, it's going to be the default. The only argument here is between Jordan and Pippen or Magic and Kareem. Kareem and Magic yeah. is yeah. my pick. Kareem and Magic is definitely, you cannot yeah. forget the the excitement, not mm-hmm. only the finesse. I mean, all in all, his, his off-the-court career has nothing to do with on the court. Right. And I'm telling you, that matchup was phenomenal, and it was, it was well worth yeah. watching. Uh, Kobe and Shaq. Um, I I think he didn't get Shaq at his prime. It would have been nice to see Shaq 
from Orlando Magic and Kobe just to get that excitement going, that would have been kind of crazy because Shaq kind of toned down a little bit. Um, he matured. Not, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, Shaq was only in Orlando four years. Yeah, like, Shaq hit his prime in L.A. It was an it was, it, was a ni- it was a nice move on him, but, like, I mean, the excitement that Shaq brung Well, because he wasn't, he wasn't a single superstar, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he, yeah. I, you know, growing up, for, for me personally, like. I'm just saying show-wise as well, yeah. not just stats on, like, what they do on the court, just, like, how people draw to the team and wanted to be behind them. Uh, and watch them play. For for me, for me personally, during that era would would be Carl Malone and John Stockton because I absolutely hated the Bulls, and so you know they mm. played them that in the finals. Smart. How'd that work out for you? Yeah, yeah, it, it didn't work. It didn't work out I'm at like, all. I, yeah. I hate to be on the wrong side of that, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they man. played them twice in the finals, right? They did. Yes. Yeah. Ninety six, ninety seven. So you were young when Carl Malone. Yeah. That time. So Carl Malone was one of my favorite players. He and, was probably you know, dating one of your girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, oh, that's true. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's still out there. That's not, that was petty. Nick's like, uh, I remember what you said. <laughs> hey, but but the LeBron Wade combination was excellent. I mean, they took it to a superstar kind of status. Yeah. You know, the whole the three. You know, the three guys in Miami. So, I mean, I would have liked. I'm surprised nobody three. brought up the Boston big three. Um, with the uh, Ray Pierce, Allen, Paul Ray Pierce. Allen. Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's Shaq's Garnett. pettiness. Yeah. I think that's a little bit. You of know, good and well, Shaq ain't make that mean. But like, but who, <laughs> who's the two that you take there? Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Yeah, because like it's duos, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Like I, I would, I, you could argue that neither one of those guys is the best player, or maybe even a top two player at their position in NBA history. Yeah. So when you've got Jordan and Pippen, Jordan, greatest player of all time in my mind, greatest shooting guard of all time, Pippen. Uh, he's a top five power forward of all time, depending on kind of yeah. what you classify him as. Uh, you know, so I mean, they're not in the conversation. They're his best duo, and also like Magic and Kareem. Some believe Kareem's the greatest center that ever played the game. Yeah. Uh, depending on what your thoughts are on Bill Russell and 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 you know, if you were just leaving all that, it. right? But like Kareem was one of the most decorated American athletes of all time, yeah. and Magic Johnson, you could argue, greatest point guard of all time. So I, that's where I go in terms of 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 best duos, and then you Stockton Malone are there. They're in the top five. Who was Russell paired with when he was with the Celtics? Oh, Russell. Russell, you would go probably Bob Cousy. Okay. Cousy and Russell, yeah. yeah. But you do remember like when like NBA jams and stuff like that when the games and you would let the computer play. Yeah. The 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 John Stockton and Carmelo uh was always Bill Clinton. <laughs> he was in the game. <laughs> well, he used Bill Clinton. That was funny. Uh <laughs> but it was it was awesome. Like you could see like they were j- definitely worth playing with. You wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't send them out at all. Um it's, it's Odd just thing though, like you couldn't get Jordan on some of the NBA jam, like the Genesis yeah. NBA jam. It's, be, it's because get. he had the um, the yeah. brand. He had the brand. Yeah, yeah. you got you ended so up with Pippen just... and Ron Harper, or like yeah, Pippen like and Kerr. It was super world? disappointing. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I mean, it would have been nice to see like uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, what is it called the the Three Musketeers? Like, you know, <laughs> what was the best Three Musketeers? Because I think they just need a little bit more, just a little bit. Plus, the candy memes would have been yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Time Warp Tuesday when we come back. Oh, yeah. Going back in time. Stay right there. Kevin Sutton Show. Yes, sir. And we're back in the action with the Kevin Sutton Show and the crew of my man, Just Nick, Dr. Phil, Bar with the Ladies Point of View, Rich Rogers, slipping and sliding on in. How you like that now? Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. All in the username, Kevin Sutton Show. 
Hey, we want to thank our supporters of the Kevin Sun Show, Cruz and Pascara PA. See how they make the law work for you. Personal injury attorneys, free case evaluation, and again, you don't pay them unless they win your case. Cruz and Pascara, you can reach them at 800-683-5391, or you can always go to our website, kevinsentonshow.com, and all the info's there. So I see we want to go back in time. I would like to go back in time. Oh, yeah. To an era where I wasn't old. You feeling it, Kevin? I took a bike ride with Faithy Fun Time today just before we came to the show. And I'm telling you, I normally used to just beat her and say, catch up, kid. Uh, (laughs) But today I was like, man, I'm like literally dying right here. Like, I'm like, holy crap. What's going on? And like, she just kept on going. I want to say, stop, stop. But Help. dad, we're only we're only at the corner. <laughs> oh my goodness, age is creeping up on me, man. Age is creeping up. So take me back in time, Phil. Back in time. All right, it's Time Warp Tuesday. That means we're taking a quick look back in time in sports and entertainment history. You guys ready to jump in a time machine? We're ready. Let's go. All right, let's head back to 1944. Today's a very important day. D-Day. We stormed the beaches of Normandy. Stormed the beaches of Normandy. Give that a heads up. Yeah. You know, 19, uh, 1944, June 6th, Tuesday. Um, also, during that day, baseball, they canceled all the games that during that day just because of what's yeah. going on to honor that. Let's head to 1966. The NFL and the AFL, they announced their merger. All right, let's head to 1969. Joe Namath resigns from the NFL after the commissioner, Pete Rozelle, said he must sell his stake in a bar. 1976, we have the 30th NBA championship. The Boston Celtics beat the Phoenix Suns four games to two. And let's head to 1992. Eddie Murray, he passed Mickey Mantle on the all-time switch hitter RBI list. Uh, Mickey Mantle previously held the record at 1,509 RBIs. And let's head to my birthday year, 1987. The New York Yankees played their 13,000th game. Wow. All right, let's fast forward a little bit to 2007, the Stanley Cup. The first-time winners, the Anaheim Ducks, defeat the Ottawa Senators. Four to one. They gotta go back to the mighty ducks. Yeah, they gotta take. They gotta yeah, go back they, to that. They should. They, they should, should at least do like an old school jersey night. And do mighty ducks. Yes. Yeah, a little yeah. throwback. Quack. They should do. Yeah, they Quack. should do it next year. Quack. <laughs> All right, let's head to birthdays. We only have two, and these two are not athletes. So the first one is Robert England. If you're unfamiliar who Robert England is, he is Freddy Krueger. He Kevin. Me out. How old is Freddy Krueger today? Oh. The actor. Uh, Freddy Krueger has to be at least, I'm going to go with 68. Okay. Myra, Robert England, um, Freddy Krueger. 65. Nick? 68. And Rich? I'll go with 72. Robert England, Freddy Krueger is 70 years old. I wasn't that far off. No, you weren't that far off. And our only other one's Paul Giamatti. He's another actor. He was... Uh, Billions. Yes. Recently also in uh, Compton. Yeah. Straight oh, out of Compton. Yeah. Straight out of Compton. But he's he in so many movies. He's a great actor. He's everywhere. So Paul Giamatti, his birthday is today. Myra, start with you. How old is Paul Giamatti? Uh, 38. All right. His most famous role, by the way, in Private Parts, 
Oh, with, yeah. with Howard Stern? Yeah. WNBC, that yeah, guy, right? Yeah, you would okay. give it there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I mean, that was, what, 96? Uh, yeah, I would say. I, Where do you I, have right him at, Nick? Uh, how old? Uh, I put him at about a, 55. That's Rich. a funny one. That feels young. Right? Like Rich. Yeah, I'll say 53. 53? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay off. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Ah. It's like the memories of the guy sits in your head, but you don't age them accordingly. Like, I haven't really seen anything since in a while outside of Compton. I, I would say 50, 54. Paul Giamatti has an old face. He's only 50. Wow. wow. He does look old. Paul Giamatti, you look <laughs> awful. <laughs> Nick, I'm you're sorry. never so rude. <laughs> I, I, I love Paul Giamatti. Man. Paul Giamatti is only 50 Man, Paul old. Giamatti must have lived hard at some point in time. Yeah, he's on that stuff. He must be doing that rock climbing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, oh, <laughs> one more one more thing I, I I did I did forget. 1993, Reading Rainbow came out today. Reading Rainbow, yeah. but also let's head to 19. Well, you can't just forget. Like you can't slide past. I don't have the Rainbow. theme. I don't. I didn't send you it to Nick. You have to say Reading Rainbow. I don't have the, the theme. Actor uh, from Roots, Kunta Kinte, Lavar Burton, <laughs> actually learned how to read. Uh, <laughs> that was an amazing history fact right there. He created the show, right? Yeah, he's one of the creators. Yeah, we had today, nineteen ninety three, and the Father I, and Good Times I, too. Nineteen eighty three. Sorry, I Number? was I was shocked that he yeah. was able to read because yeah. as a kid, you don't really separate actors. You know, like, like hold on, this guy's reading now. He couldn't read before. He did an X for his name. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I picked nineteen ninety nine because it, it was a big summer. For a lot yes. of movies and music. So in 1999, what movie was number one this week? Remember I say this week? Was we, it Star Wars Episode One, Big Daddy, or The Mummy? Kevin. I know we were actually partying, partying like it was 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> from French. You got to remember that one. I'm going to go with Star Wars. All right. Myra, is it Star Wars Episode One, Big no. Daddy, or The Mummy? The Mummy. Okay, Nick. Oh, I'm going to Mummy, one of my favorite movies. And Mummy. Rich. Great I'll go with Star Wars 1 before everyone figured out how bad it was. <laughs> it, it, it was Star Wars Episode 1. <laughs> yep, and then about a couple weeks later, we were yeah. like, this movie is garbage. People right. are very, really upset on that one, and I'm not a Star Wars fan. I don't think so. it's as bad as everyone makes it out. It's Star Wars. Like, I just yeah. like Jar Jar Binks, though, and no one likes him, but I thought he was funny. Yeah, everyone <laughs> hates on Jar Jar. I like Jar Jar Binks, too. Jar Jar Binks is a that cool was character. That was, that was a funny character. Yeah. All right, let's head to music here. What song was number one this week in 99? Was it Living La Vida Loca from Ricky Martin? Was it mm-hmm. Bills, Bills, Bills from Destiny's Child? Or If You Had My Love from Jennifer Lopez? Myra. It was um, Ricky Martin, Living the Vida Loca. All right. Nick? Yeah, I'm going to go with the same thing, Living the Vida Loca. Rich? I'll go with Ricky, too. I'm going to go with Bills, Bills, Bills. It was Ricky Martin. Ah. He, he, well, con- it was he a conquered very popular that, song. He conquered that summer. Yeah, it and, was a very popular and to, song. And to, to, to wrap up High More Tuesday, if you guys remember 1999, the San Antonio Spurs beat the New York Knicks. Yes. The World Series, the Yankees swept the Braves. And early in that year, the Broncos beat the Falcons. That was not supposed to happen. Braves, that was that was a sad game. Yep. So that's uh, time for Tuesday, guys. Hashtag it on our website. Latrell Sprewell, New York Knicks. That was mm. the the Admiral, the Admiral San Antonio Spurs. Yep. That's a good stuff, man. You got to think about the good times of basketball. Ah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember if Marbury was on that team. I think he was. I think Marbury was on that and team. And I'm still like David remember, Robinson was amazing. What was that guy, John Starks? Whatever happened to him? Uh, he got old and retired. 
No, like he's not doing anything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like some people still stay relevant once they retire. Uh, but like, you know, like I don't know what John Starks is doing yeah. right now because he was a bad boy in the Knicks, wasn't he? Uh, I mean, like his most his most famous moment was when he dunked over LeBron James. Um, I don't. I I mean, like as a bad boy, like I I maybe I don't know. I don't remember him that way necessarily. What's he up to now? He had that fade. That's what I remember from the Knicks. <laughs> I don't know, man. He heard it right there, man. That's that's the part. Got to remember the good times, man. Got to remember the good times. Soon enough, it will be one oh, of those. Oh, he coached moments. in Slam Ball. That's right. John oh, Starks. Slam Ball? Yeah, remember Slam Ball? Oh, my goodness. That 2008? Didn't go anywhere fast. The trampoline league? That it's didn't back. go anywhere it's fast. It's back. It's back. It just looks too dangerous. I'm sorry. Somebody's it was weird. Sick. It was just dunk here, dunk yeah. there. It was too much of a good thing. Dunk a dunk. <laughs> it was it was like unlimited donuts. You yeah. get diabetes after it. <laughs> And, I, and then you lose a toe. I don't endorse that. Never mind. Oh, I'm just saying, it's too much of a good thing. It'll kill you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's get out of here, Kevin. All right. Hey, this is the Kevin Sutton Show. We appreciate you guys. Keep on doing what you do. We're going to get in the mix. ESPN's got more for you, baby. Stay right there.